Hello and welcome to Down Trip. It's not even me doing the introduction, I'm just taking over. As professional as always, here we are. I'm sorry. I think, you know, sometimes we like do a start and then I really kind of fall apart and usually we just like start again. Yeah. I kind of fell apart and I was like, she's still going. Yeah. I'm just going to have to sit this one out. I felt that as I was doing it, I was like, should we stop and start again? The no, still we're there. here now. Okay. We're here now. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Thank you um, for joining us. You have reached down to a fine art dot podcast. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. I wouldn't say it's late because mm. it's only half eight. Ooh, However, we don't usually record at this time and I think maybe my brain is struggling a little bit. Yeah. Also, this is a headline I'd like to get in there. Today, I've had the most productive day of my entire life and I've done 33 things on my to-do list. So, How is your to-do list 33 things long to start with? I mean, I still haven't done what it What sort all. of things did you do? I mean, some of them were big, but some of them were like... I'm trying to think of... I did lots of small things as well, like sending emails. That's good. And getting petrol, because my tank has never been more empty than it was today. So that was fun. I filled up, yeah, like my entire tank from beginning to end. <laughs> I love so, that. I've spent a lot of money this week. Sorry, this does not need... This is I'm not quite relevant. enjoying this. But yeah, this is my last thing on my to-do list, so I'm excited oh, to get it done. Oh, that's actually quite fun. Yeah, I'm quite pleased for you. Thank you. Yeah, we are both channeling that energy of the end of a marathon. Yes, even though I've done very oh, actually, that's no, a that's lie. Not true. That's a lie. I was gonna be even though I've done very little today. I've been at work all day. Yeah, you could have been at work and then you got home and immediately had to do a call, and then you know it's been a long day. But then I ate a Tupperware meal. Yeah, one of my classic Tupperware meals. Yeah, Izzy has Tupperware meals, and I I don't like that she has Tupperware meals. I, on the other hand, like them a lot because it means less washing up for me. Mm. I mean, I am coming round to the idea of it, but... I was going to say, didn't you have a Tupperware meal not that long ago? I might have done, yeah. Oh, that was a sweet day of victory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hated it. But also I loved the lack of washing up, so... I was going to say, I'm going to win you over. It's fine. You're going to be on the Tupperware meal train. But anyway, we've really got off topic. Yeah, sorry. Immediately. Um, As usual, to be honest. Yeah. So in this episode, we're, we, have, we have a theme, or not really a theme, a point of discussion. Mm. I haven't really planned much beyond that. Yeah, well, and to be fair, we've both done, I'd say, more planning than usual in that we both have come with actual things. pre-prepared. But we've not structured them. Yeah. I like that, though. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. So our point of discussion today <laughs> is... Drumroll, please. No, let's not. We're really <laughs> spiralling between very professional and very not I feel like that's just our sweet spot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Um, the drum roll. I was going to hit the table, but I thought that might be a bit much. I'm really excited to hear how that hit, like, comes across. (laughs) But anyway, um, so today I think we're going to be talking about titling. Because obviously titling in art, like, is a really big thing. Like, most art has titles, even if the title is, like, Untitled One or something. Ooh, yeah. Um... Oh, that's the whole thing. But I just, I've just never, I've, I've never been taught how to title. Mm-hmm. Not that I think it necessarily needs to be taught, but I've also never discussed titling. Like all throughout uni, they'd just kind of be like, give us the name of the artwork. I'd be like, well, I, I what? Like, are you going to help me with that? It like, felt like you'd just get, you'd. I mean, a bit like what this podcast recording feels like. You're just, you're staggering to the end. Yes. And you're about to hand in your submission. And then they're like, oh, by the way, these all need titles. And you're like, no. 
there's yeah. so much to do. Like you just can't just pick a good title out of the air. Well, yeah. sometimes you can. Either it just comes to you, or it's going to be hours of pain. Mm. See, this is something I find quite interesting because I personally have never spent more than about five seconds naming an artwork. So I think that's probably the way to do it, to be honest. Although BMW Shark, mm. BMW Shark was iconic. Not a good title. Should we discuss BMW Shark? Oh God. Yes, let's. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Let's do that. So, I did a painting. Well, weirdly, I did three versions of this painting, Mm -hmm. which still surprises me. Like, I still forget that I did so many iterations of it, because that's really not like me. Mm. Um, But either way, uh, the second iteration was the one I liked. And it was, I think I've spoken about it before, but it was like a kind of long, it was gouache painting on paper. It's kind of a long bit of paper. A long um, boy. Long boy. And had a shark at the top. A tree in the middle and a rock at the bottom. Mm-hmm. They're kind of all in Ooh, line. You could say it was rock bottom. See, that's what you should have called it. <laughs> I will literally boo you off this podcast. <laughs> you No, I'm sad that the audience couldn't see the face that you just pulled at me. I'm sure it comes through. I think the silence <laughs> said it all. <laughs> this is actually something I want to get onto, or maybe not want to get onto, but... When I've been thinking about titling, mm-hmm. I feel like puns are surprisingly common, but we'll come back to that. Okay. I was going to say, this is something, the fact that you like suggested that for a title, but I went with BMW Shark and you hated that. I find that quite interesting. <laughs> but either way, we, we continue. So yeah, that was kind of what the painting looked like. And originally, I think originally it was just called, no, actually I didn't think it originally had a name. I was, I remember I was up in the lounge and I think it was like oh. me, you... Sophia and like maybe Izzy was there as well I don't know there was a group of us and I kind of said I was like oh I need to like name this and I think me and Sophia were talking about it and I said that I thought the shark that I'd painted kind of reminded me of a BMW because it had like the interior of like (laughs) essentially like it was a shark that was like a couple of shades of quite a nice cool grey colour I think also because it was like shiny and sleek yeah like it was very very precise and then I added like some really nice like sort of quite vibrant blue like yeah. highlights Oof. to it and it just really reminded me of like detailing in like a bmw car like mm-hmm. the interior so i got a bmw shark and i didn't like it um i personally did um so much so that i literally exhibited it under that title yeah um, i think i don't know i'm trying to really dig down into why i didn't like it which i don't know if that's i feel like that's a bit because you really, like, <laughs> you really did not like it. You had a very strong reaction to me naming it that. It's one of those things where it was like, am I joking? Is this a No, I, I can tell that you weren't joking. Like, you were really quite horrified at it. But I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah, particularly because you then suggested Rock Bottom as the name <laughs> of it, because the rock was at the bottom. Like, oh, I don't know why I didn't like it. Maybe it was just because it was like, I t- maybe it was like, oh, it was a joke. And then you put it into real art. <laughs> and I was like, no, don't make a joke of art. But I don't know that that is true because I'm quite happy to. Clearly. <laughs> Maybe because I feel like this is really, I can't, I feel my, I feel mean being like, but it's because of this. <laughs> also, it's none of my business what you title your work. We should just get that out there. This is Absolutely. Just... I just found it quite amusing. Yeah. Maybe it's because I was like, it has nothing to do with the art. Maybe. That shark is not a BMW. But is it? Oh, no, so. <laughs> I guess, well, I guess we'll get down into, like, what the point of a title is. I feel like it comes back to that. Yeah. And, like, what you want your title to do, because 
I guess sometimes it's nice if a title like adds something to the artwork, which arguably BMW Shark does because you're like, what is it called BMW Shark? And it makes yeah. you think about it in a different way. That's true. However, I think by that extension, like it doesn't like add to the art in the way that I'd want it to be added to. Yeah. Which is why I think I did actually end up changing the name of the artwork mm. to Deep Time. Mm-hmm. Which is very different. Which is very different. And that's more in line with like, because I did the painting because I took elements that I felt really like imbued deep time for like various reasons. Mm. So giving it the title deep time, not very creative. However, it serves more of a purpose than BMW Shark was. (laughs) BMW Shark just made me laugh, (laughs) which like I love. Um, But also I think, yeah, it was maybe when I did the third iteration of it. And I was like, actually, I'm kind of like, I feel like this needs an in. And I think a title can be a really good way. Mm, that's a good point yeah because I when I was thinking about titles mm-hmm. I feel like I've not at any point intentionally sat down and thought about titling but as I've been going around my life in the past like week or so things keep popping up in my head so I've written them down Ooh. they're not deep thoughts by any means <laughs> um but one thing I thought about was that like titles seem to think into t- seem to think seem to fall mm-hmm. sink that's weird fall into two categories which is like ones that give you a way in slash are quite like explanatory Mm -hmm. for example rachel sussman the oldest living things in the world the title like tells you what it is Mm. like if you had the collection of images otherwise you might be able to make a kind of guess about what it was about but Mm. when you've got the title being like these are the oldest living things in the world you're like okay (laughs) and then you've also got the other category which i think are ones that like the titles add to it rather Mm -hmm. than give you a way in I don't know if I have an example of that. I mean, one uh, one thing that's popped to mind, which is the title of an exhibition rather than an artwork. Okay. But there was an exhibition by a group of... I can't remember. I think there were maybe people who did the Cornwall Workshop or something. Mm-hmm. And they titled their exhibition The Only Thing More Slippery Than an Elbow or something like that. <laughs> like, something really just, like, you'd, like... That's not a theme. It's not like they've yeah. titled it Landscapes and it's an art, you know, exhibition yeah. of landscapes. It's like it really diverts you and it take you know, it, it kind of, it doesn't give you a way in. Yeah. So I feel like there's two categories in that sense. Mm. So yeah, I guess Deep Time is nice because it leads you in to being like, this is what, it's a bit explanatory. It kind of gives you a way yeah. in. Like, this is what the link is. It kind of like complements it. Yeah. Whereas I think sometimes you can also run into issues if your title says the same thing again. Yeah, because I think it's interesting that you make like almost like two categories. Mm, I don't know because I kind of think I'd, I think I'd kind of split them into three. Oh, just because I think that you can have titles that like give you an in to the artwork, Mm -hmm. but I also think you can have titles that like don't really give you an in, but like don't really add anything either. They're just very like, they're like labels. Ah, yeah, I like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're kind of like, if it's a painting of like a landscape or something and the title was yes. Landscape One, or like, like that sort of thing. Or even, what would you say if it was a landscape and the title was like where the landscape is? Like Gilly Beach. Is that a yeah, label? I, I think I'd still call that a label. Yeah. Like it maybe gives like a little bit of more like context, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it necessarily gives you a way into the art. It kind yeah. of just labels the art for what it is. Yeah, that's fair. And I think... The kind of the artworks I've come across where the titling has like really kind of resonated with me, mm. I feel like are in that second category of like they don't necessarily label the artwork and they're not completely unrelated, but I've I think I like them because 
I almost like read the title and felt like I got a better understanding of the artwork. It gave me a really good into it. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that's the kind of titling I really like, mm. which is interesting because it's not like it's not something I've ever really thought about particularly before. But when we decided we were going to do this podcast episode, obviously I said to you that there was one artwork <laughs> that I was like, I've had like, it was like an epiphany. I was like, <laughs> it really was. Genuinely, oh, like, yeah. this artwork, I was like, there is an artwork that I've seen pretty recently as well. Mm. Like, this wasn't years ago. This was like the last six months sort of recently. Mm. I was like, this is the first time I've seen an artwork where I've understood titling. It literally, it was like I could see the world in colour. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I get this I now. I so, <laughs> so want to know what this artwork is. For context, when we were talking about this episode like two weeks ago, Izzy, you know, you said that, you were like, oh, there's an artwork that's given me an epiphany. And then, we, I say we, it wasn't really, like we sat there for ages trying to think about it. And then when we came back again today to find this episode, Izzy was like, I still haven't remembered what that artwork is. And I was like, oh, maybe it'll come to you at some point. And then she was like, <gasps> <laughs> and then went like frantically Googling for about 10 minutes. And then was like, I found it. So I'm so very curious to know what it is. It better live up to this hype. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's this artwork. So basically it's by an artist called Tessa Farmer. Ooh, okay. um, so Tessa Farmer works with interestingly like i like her work however she works in a medium that i've always said i really don't like interesting taxidermy Ooh, <laughs> i really hate taxidermy which i know a lot of people can't understand because i i love bones but i view them as two very different things i think taxidermy is quite disrespectful I've got a very different energy to it. yeah like you're <laughs> I think it's like an animated life, like you're trying to mimic life or hold something in like a false sense of life, which mm. I think is, I think if a creature has died, I think it's, my again, just my view, I think it's quite disrespectful to try and like keep that creature in a false sense of like life. Mm. I don't know, it really freaks me out. I don't like taxidermy. <laughs> um, however, Tessa Farmer does work in taxidermy, mm. but her work is really interesting. So... I'll describe the piece of oh. artwork to you. I'd also like to just say, you're going to have to look this artwork up at some point if you're listening to this, because like there is just no way I can properly describe this. Mm -hmm. So basically, the artwork... I'm going to give you the title at the oh, end. I love this. The reveal. Um, so basically, it's like a white kind of cube room, like white white cube kind yeah. of space, big room. in the picture. White walls, um, you know, plain ceiling, plain floor, all that sort of thing. And it's basically a scene that's been set up, like, across a room. So on the floor on one side, there's a python <laughs> that's, like, kind of, you know, doing his little wiggly thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've got things hanging, like, from the ceiling. So it's various, like, bones, lots of insects. There's even, like, these tiny miniature, like, fairy people on these insects wow. um, that she's, like, made. It's so intricate. Like, this is why I, I can't describe this. Like, you kind of have to see the image yourself. Mm -hmm. So I'd really recommend, if you're, if you're a listener, go on to Tessa Farmer's website, and then I'll give you the name of the title in a minute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, like, butterflies, dragonflies. Like, it's genuinely kind of insane. And then there's also, so that's kind of all hanging. The python is on the floor. All of that's hanging from the ceiling. And then there's like another section on the floor as well, which are things like kind of 
various different types of like crabs and like just all these weird things like crawling along the floor and it's kind of laid out in a way that you can almost imagine the python at the front and everything kind of like behind it and the artwork is called if i go back to the beginning see before you tell me Mm-hmm. I feel like this would be a really fun game to like get Ew. pictures of artworks up and either guess the title or just like try and give it a title. <laughs> that actually would be quite cool. Can I can I see the picture or do you want to tell me the title and then tell me, show me the picture? You can see the picture if you want. There's quite a few pictures. Huh. So Python, things hanging like that. And it gets like really detailed. Oh wow. Oh. Oh gosh, it's kinda of creepy. It is a little bit creepy. It's quite interesting though, isn't it? Oh, wow, yeah. Okay, I'd like to know the title. So I kind of saw that and I was like, this is, I'm finding this intriguing anyway. Mm. But the title is actually called The Perilous Pursuit of a Python. And Uh I read that and I was like, I like this. Like, (laughs) I get this. Uh And I think it's because it's such a busy kind of scene with so much going on that the first time I saw it, I was intrigued by it, but I was like, I just, my brain like almost couldn't work out what it was seeing. I was mm. like, I don't really get it. But then when I read it, like The Perilous Pursuit of a Python, it's like the layout suddenly made sense to me. And I was like, you've mm. got the python being followed by all these other creatures. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it just gave me such a like moment of like, oh my God, like I get this now. Yeah. And I think it's rare that I get that. I never kind of usually have that really intense moment of like, genuine confusion to like (laughs) genuine clarity in such a quick turnabout yeah and that was literally caused by the title of the artwork i think it was the first time i saw a titling and was like yeah this i can now like see the benefit in titling your artwork really smartly Mm. it just worked i was like i I really like that Mm. Um, but yeah so that was like the big one for me where i was like okay maybe titling is something i actually need to think about a bit more yeah, that's a very good one. Can I just have another look? Sorry. Yeah, of course. There's so much detail. I'm aware this is really bad audio uh, content. Just me looking at pictures. We can Ooh. sing a little tune. <laughs> There's a spider crab boy. I kind of can't work out if I would have loved or hated to have seen this. The people are incredible. Mm. They're so teeny. I want to know more about her work. Yeah. It is fun. It's really cool. Yeah, I feel like that's a, that is a good title that sits between it's not completely obscure and like abstract, mm. but it's not. Like I'd call replicating. it like whimsical, Ooh. like it's which fits the aesthetic. Yeah, the it does actually. That's very true. Because that's another thing: is if your title gives a completely different energy, or even just a completely different message. Mm. Like, I'm, I was going to give an example with that, but I don't think my brain can wrap itself around <laughs> that. But like, if you had a landscape and then you called it a portrait, I mean that's a really basic example. Yeah. But like, cause, yeah, because that would be interesting. A, you know, picture of a beach, and then you've called that like. Portrait of Anna Harris. Yeah. You know, or like, and like suddenly it becomes quite conceptual and you're like, yeah, like what's going on here? <laughs> so it really, like, a title really can change an artwork. Yeah. And yet it's not something I, like we said at the start, it's not like something I often hear spoken about. I don't think I've ever heard it spoken or like, about. I've no idea how to do a, well, I, my only awareness of how to do a good title is just from things I've seen. I don't know if there's a good process. If anyone out there, has a good process for titling something. Mm. Because also, even with the podcast... Sorry, let me finish that initial sentence. Okay. If anyone has a good process, let me know, please. Because I don't know if it's, like, first thing that comes to mind, like you said you do. Yeah. Or if it's best to, like, do a little brainstorm and then come back to it in a week, you know? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I doubt that's a hard and fast rule, but anything is better than my current system. Yeah. Like, I'd be interested to know if 
people yeah just kind of went with whatever came to mind or if they had an actual process for naming something as in like they had a thing that they do to get a, to like end up with a particular title I don't know yeah I just I'm so curious what I was gonna say was with the podcast like when we first started doing this our titles just came to us like that we'd like say something in the episode and we'd be like that's a title and then like as time's gone on we've got slower and slower and it's normally the last thing we come to and we're like oh god what are we gonna call this yeah and I don't know. I don't know if our titles have got better or worse as a reflection. Like, I don't think it... Mm. I think part of it is also the fact that, like, when we started, we had nothing to compare to. Like, <laughs> just like, anything to that lose. came to mind, we'd be like, yeah. Whereas now I often find that, like, when it comes to titling the episodes, I immediately go to things we've already had. Mm. Like, that kind of... I think there's, like, a slight pattern to the way... Mm -hmm, that's true title things and i feel like it's getting to the point where i'm like all i'm doing like for example dissertation station that's exactly what i was about to say (laughs) so like one of our episodes is called dissertation station that came to us quite quickly and we loved it yeah but then it meant that like we have another one that's called something organization fest yeah we wanted but that was gonna be organization station and then i feel like it just comes up so easily like every episode like procrastination station yeah um (laughs) Okay, that was the end of my list, but <laughs> I'm sure there's others. Um, and then the same with, like, there's a pattern of, at, like, gherkins and goggles always comes to me. Like, I a love kind of quirky, one. like, something and something. Um, anyway, sorry, this isn't about the podcast titling, but just titling is difficult. It is, it honestly is. Do you have a title of your own work that you either really mm. like or really hate or, like, stands out to you? I'm a fan of BMW Shark. No, no, let's um, <laughs> move away from that. <laughs> It's fine if you don't, sorry, I'm more right for that question. Kind of. I mean, I did like, obviously, like in the other episode, I spoke about one of the pieces of art I did, which was like three pieces of badger rib. Oh, yeah. um, Like a little red line across Mm. it. I did another version of that that was a red line going across like three little bits of wood. I know it well. Um, Indeed. (laughs) And I can't remember exactly what I called it I know like roughly what I called it mm-hmm. but I think like upon reflection I kind of I don't know if this is actually what it's called or if this is what it, you know if it came to me exhibiting it now what I'd call it mm-hmm. but I think I'd want to call it like I'm trying to decide like if it's connect slash disconnect or mm. connection slash disconnection as in that was your original title or that's what you want to call it that's what I'd call like call it now but also oh. I know it was definitely called something very similar to that or maybe even it was called that Mm -hmm. but I like the idea of um because obviously the reason I did it on three bits of wood is that you can move it apart Mm -hmm. so I like the idea of it if it's being spread out disconnection Mm. if it's all put together connection Mm -hmm. like I like well you could even flip it on its head I mean are you saying you'd change you'd use a different name depending on how it's displayed or the title is I think the title would still be the full thing but also I kind of like this idea that maybe, like, yeah, half of the title re- would refer to the artwork half the time, and the other half would refer to it the other half of yeah, the time, yeah, yeah, like, depending nice. on how, yeah. how it was laid out. And I do think there's something to be said for titles that are kind of... Like, I know... Oh, I can't remember if I've actually seen an exhibition called this, but I know when we were doing our second year festival, art festival uh-huh. thing, which we were in different groups, but in my group, I think one name, which we didn't end up going with... <laughs> But was suggested was like absence slash presence. Like there's a lot of kind of oops, there's a lot of um opposites. Yeah. Or kind of Yeah, there's something nice about the duality. Ooh. You know? Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's why I kinda quite liked it. But Yeah. 
What about you? Have you named an artwork? Yeah, that was a very leading question where I was like, so have you got one in mind? (laughs) Because I knew I had one in mind. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I haven't actually looked back recently through my names of everything. Also, as a complete side note, like the logistics of naming things is insane to me because I always forget what I've called things. And then that's why having a website is helpful because it's like an actual document (laughs) and I can go back and be like, what did I call that? But I feel like I always change what I call things and yada, yada, yada. We can maybe get back to that. But um, one name that stands out to me that I named, and this is where we get onto puns a little bit, mm. is, and I might, I think I have a feeling I've mentioned this before on the podcast, because I have a feeling at one point how we even came up with this idea of an episode is because we were talking about titles very briefly and we were like, oh, we could do an episode on it. Mm. I might have made that up. Anyways, may have mentioned this before, but I did a piece as part of Cascora, which is a project I did about a year and a half ago, where there was a a load of artists, Cornish artists, who got together and just kind of did artwork in a landscape, Mm -hmm. broadly speaking. And I did a piece where I got people to, like, carve things into rocks. Like, Mm -hmm. we were just on a beach, and we found, like, lots of... There was lots of slate on the beach, um, which is very soft, so easy to carve into. And I was just doing a very... I don't really know where I was going with it, but, like, I was just kind of, like, carve words into the rocks. Um, like, carve your thoughts into the rocks, and then we made a little cairn and just, like, left it to the tide. And I called it, retrospectively, this wasn't a title I had going in, but uh, afterwards I was like, I'm going to call this piece Pebble for Your Thoughts, because there's a phrase like Penny for Your Thoughts. Um, and I enjoyed that greatly. I can't tell if it's a pun. It's quite, it's, it's verging on puns. It's isn't definitely it? punny. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about puns as artwork titles, but I really... I think I can give you the answer to that. Okay. I think you like them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Maybe I like them. But I don't know how the wider world sees them. <laughs> um, because there was another piece. I was Yesterday I was in Weymouth and I went to a stone quarry, like an abandoned quarry. Ooh. I don't know why I specified stone. An abandoned stone quarry. Like, do people quarry other things? Are they called quarries? Anyways, questions for another time. <laughs> It was like a, yeah, a quarry that's been made into a sort of sculpture park, loosely speaking. And Anthony Gormley has done a piece there, which Ooh. is, I didn't see it yesterday, but I see, I think I've seen it before where I think it's kind of into a big rock face. It's okay. more of a relief carving than like a 3D carving, uh-huh. I think. And he's kind of carved the figure, like the silhouette of a human, upside down. Um, and it's called Still Falling, which I think I is, like yeah. And I don't... I think maybe where I get <laughs> confused with puns is there is something a little bit clever about them and I like a clever name. Like, I think Still Falling is clever because it's it kind of works... Something that works on two levels. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, he's... Just to over-explain it, he's still falling, as in, like, he's he's ongoing, he's always falling, but he's also stationary. He's, you know... So I like that that works on two levels. I don't know that I'd call... That's not quite a pun. No. But for some reason... But it, it's They have clever. similar energies. I think yeah. I'm not saying that my Pebble Food Thoughts is great, but I like that it is a bit punny, but it also does literally describe what the piece was and then mm. it was like, my whole idea was put your thoughts on a pebble. Like, it's a pebble for your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that thing of it working on two levels, I think, is what I mean by that. Yeah. No, I do get that. I've unpicked I think it's nice, like, having something just clever yeah like i like when i read and i'm like oh yeah yeah and i'm annoyed because i feel like there's so many examples of those kind of things that i found in my life yeah but it's always yeah i couldn't i couldn't think of them all maybe i'll kind of think of them randomly and we'll have a (laughs) catch-up episode in a year's time with just me listing all the titles i liked but yes 
Um, I was going to say, do you have like an artwork that you kind of would like to share in particular? Oh. Or... Um, let me look at my list. Because obviously I had, I kind of, I was quite stressed about this episode because like I said, titling is not something I pay that much attention to. Mm. So I felt like I kind of had to go out of my way to be like, right, let me gather examples. So I have three specific examples. So I've, yeah. I've talked about one of them, so I didn't know if you had any. Well, I have some quite chaotic examples. I think I've kind of mentioned... Like, I've been sprinkling them in as I've gone. I like that. I don't think there's... Which is what I'm a bit annoyed about, because I do think there's some things that I've seen before that have, like, great titles that I can't think of off the top of my head. I mean, one I wrote down that goes... I don't know. It's kind of... It would just take us back to where we were before. I wrote down... I'm pretty sure Georgia Gendel did a piece called Salt Licks. I think it was called Salt Licks or something Mm. similar, which is basically she put a load of... Are they called Salt Licks? I think so, yeah. She put a load of Salt Licks, which is big boxes of... Blocks. Blocks. <laughs> That's like me and the teeth. <laughs> That's the plural of blocks. Blockses. Blockses. Tooth teeth. <laughs> um, Izzy had a whole existential crisis the other day about the plural of tooth. I, I struggled then. <laughs> it's honest. I think it's like permanently messed up the way I think of tooth slash teeth. Teeths. Teeths. Let's not go back there. Yeah. Anyway, so some big blocks of salt in a field sorry I've, I've picked that up halfway through the <laughs> sentence Georgia Gendel put some blocks of salt in cow fields and then the cows lick them salt licks that's what they're called they're also kind of I think they were like Himalayan rock salt is that the kind of pink one yeah so they kind of and so basically they made these really kind of beautiful sculptural forms that look like Barbara Hepworth pieces <laughs> um, and I Barbara could never <laughs> and I um had a really enjoyable time finding out about that piece because I was part of a workshop where we went around this exhibition and we kind of spoke about the works not knowing anything about them. Mm. So me and someone else were kind of talking about, yeah, we were just analysing the piece of art being like, mm. yes, they're very flesh-like, like all this kind of thing. And then, you know, you look at the title and I think it had to be explained as well, but I like that the title leads you into it. Mm. And you're like, oh, it's literally just things that have been licked by cows. Like, it, they, it looks so intentional <laughs> and so artistic. And yeah, it just, it's like, again, that it's, it's clever, it's funny, yeah. like, it's kind of fun. It's like, the sweet spot. Yeah, it's it's good. And I guess that's not down purely to the title, but, you know, it comes into it. Yeah. I'll yell if I have any more major Delightful. Like, uh, titles that come into my mind. But um, <laughs> what about you? Um, I have a couple more. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it interesting as well, because I'm sort of, I feel like I'm learning more about myself throughout this episode. Ooh. Because I think I'm kind of noticing that, like, you're very much drawn to titles that have, like, an element of humour or, yeah, like, to be fair, something clever this. or, like, just a little, like, something something to them. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I think, like, I seem to default to, like, I like titles that just help me understand the artwork better. Mm. And I don't know if that's maybe because, like, I kind of feel a bit out of my depth when it comes to titling artwork. So when I see someone do it in a way that, like, really pulls the viewer into the artwork I'm like oh yeah that's that's cool Mm. that's cool I could get on board with that (laughs) yeah but I do have a couple more like that so one of them was not really one so I've spoken about this artist before on the podcast but they're called Solomon Kama and I feel like I do need to give a brief kind of content or trigger warning here for themes of like sexual violence but basically um Solomon Kama is a disabled artist so I think off the top of my head, I know they have fibromyalgia, um, endometriosis, um, a whole funnel collection of things. <laughs> um, a little cocktail. But they're such a talented artist and they do these beautiful big oil paintings. 
and I think this was last year or the year before maybe yeah maybe two years ago mm. they had an exhibition and I'm going to read you the names of the artworks that were in that exhibition so it's mm. not necessarily one artwork it's like a collection mm-hmm. um, but I think they're all named in like quite a similar way mm. so it kind of just works so just for context these artworks they're very big and they're usually they're pictures of naked women almost like lying or sitting in slightly uncomfortable positions mm. sometimes there's like another figure as part of the image but it's never the whole figure it will be like their hands or their feet or something and it's usually a male and the reason I like them so much is so one of them is called languish oh that's a good one and I'm like that's a good word I like it But when I was writing about this exhibition, I was like, I feel like I need to... Actually, I'll tell you what, I'll read you all the words and then I'll kind of continue. All right. So there's seed, capitulate, languish, perpetuity, um, handled, and that's normal. And when I was writing about this exhibition, I kind of decided, I was like, I need definitions of those words because there are words that I've never seen before. Yeah. And it helped me understand the work so much mm-hmm. like on a whole other level so for example seed is actually it means to give up mm. um capitulate is yielding to an opponent or unwelcome demand how is seed spelled c-e-d-e oh i see okay there's languish which is to grow weak perpetuity um is the state of lasting forever and then obviously handled and that's normal quite self self-explanatory mm-hmm. but essentially Solomon Cameron makes artwork that's around the connection between medical trauma and sexual abuse. And I got it then, like, Mm. with those titles. Like, to give up, yielding to an unwelcome demand, the state of lasting forever, and, like, paired with the actual images that these are titling. It's so powerful. I'm trying to get a good one. So, for example, capitulate, um, yielding to an opponent or welcome demand. That's that image. Oof. So it's like a naked woman basically lying on her side and it kind of looks like she's just been, I don't know, like almost knocked down and is just kind of like lying there. Seed is... So seed is kind of like, a na- again, a naked woman lying in like child's pose. Oh, yeah. But she's lying at the feet of a person who is dressed. So like they have shoes and trousers on and you can kind of only see their lower legs, but it looks like like men's shoes. Yeah. And it's just such like a vulnerable kind of state of being. And obviously Seed is, you know, to give up. Mm. It just really is quite like an emotive way of titling things. And the artworks themselves are beautiful. And I kind of was really drawn to them anyway. But I think the titling just gives it such a like deep understanding of what the artist was trying to talk about Mm -hmm. and I think that honestly I think they did it so effectively Mm. like that whole collection was really really just well put together and I think the titling really like pulled it together nicely yeah it's interesting that you were saying that I I'm drawn to titles that are like playful humorous Mm. (laughs) and it's kind of like those that couldn't be further from that yes (laughs) but on the other hand I was saying I like titles that have a sort of double meaning. Mm. And I feel like those do have that because they're referring to both themes that they were talking about. So sexual violence and was it medical trauma? Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like they're very intentionally chosen titles Mm. that, yeah, speak to both of those themes. So Mm. it's got that element of, yeah, really clever, really emotive. 
Yeah. And I think... It really ties it all together. One of my favourite ones is Languish, Mm -hmm. um, which is to grow weak. And annoyingly, I've kind of cropped the image, but it's basically like a close-up of a woman's face and there's like a man's hand kind of holding her neck from behind and like, I'm pretty sure he's like pushing his hand into her mouth. And it's just such a like... I don't know, it's so graphic and it's so, it kind of invokes such a, like, visceral response. Mm. Like, it's really uncomfortable yeah, to look at. Yeah, it is at. really uncomfortable. And I think, like, that in itself, the image in itself, the artwork in itself, is really powerful. But then when you apply the title Languish to it, to grow weak, mm. and then you're kind of looking at an image of a woman being treated like that, it just really, like... It completes the... It, yeah, I think that's it. It just completes what is going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought those were excellent titling choices. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Mm. I honestly don't know what to say to that. No, I it's feel quite, quite heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel quite just like, yeah, just like God. Yeah, but I think that's interesting though, because I mean, the fact that like t- uh, titling an artwork can kind of evoke that level of response, mm-hmm. I think is really interesting, because like I said, titling artwork is just not something I've ever really given any thought to Mm. but then when I look at examples like this I'm like well why am I not giving it thought like we very much have evidence right here that you know if you title something effectively it can give your artwork like so much power which I think is quite interesting yeah I was gonna say like what is your process for titling art um a word comes into my head and that's the title nice do you go with a word or a phrase anything literally anything that comes into my head fair enough have you ever done anything different with it? No, as a rule. It's literally it. That's it's interesting. Because I think the first time I had to title artwork was submission time. Mm, well, same, yeah. And like, I just kind of looked at it, I was like, mate, no. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, so I think I just kind of went through and like, I don't know, yeah, like if I was doing a painting about deep time, I'd be like, well, it's called deep time. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, back in the early days first year i remember some of your early days yeah titling. i had a system going on did you actually well maybe a system is a grand word basically what i did was and i don't know why i had time for this maybe it's because our first submission was in lockdown but i kind of i went back through i think i had like quotes of things i'd been reading uh-huh. you know like notes from things yeah and i went back through them and i pulled out words and phrases that were interesting and spoke to the themes I was looking at. And then I'd have a big document that I've probably still got somewhere that has a list of possible titles, although some of them were just like full-on paragraphs that I'd have to go back in and pull things out of. And I I feel like that wasn't a bad system. I seem to have abandoned it now, but maybe I'll go back to it one day. I feel like the way I was using it, I don't know. It wasn't bad, but I don't love any of the titles from back then. Oh, we spoke about... Is my when did we speak about that? I just oh, remember we spoke about it. That was we in the were... episode where we like Googling uh, spoke it. about um the piece of artwork you made. Oh yeah, so that was a good example because that I made in first year and I kind of I think I had a load of words that related to landscape that I didn't really know what they meant. I mean, I obviously looked them up before I chose yeah. them, but I guess I get like I can see what I was going for there. I was kind of drawing things that were supposed to be a bit landscapey but were a bit abstract, so I was like, I'm going to pick a name for it that's kind of a bit landscape but a bit abstract. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I don't know what else I'd call it. I can't remember if I've ever renamed it for anything, because that's another thing. I don't know if you ever... I, the whole logistics of titling mm. is a whole... Like, I, I don't know the etiquette of, like, renaming things. And <laughs> also, I have the problem now mm. that I work in 
I seem to create series, quite big series of lots of little things. Yeah. And I cannot be bothered to name everything. Yeah. But then, so I'll give the series a name, but then it's like, how do I, I, this is what I mean by like the etiquette. Like, do I have to number them? Or do I, can I just refer to them as a series? Like, I don't know. When it gets down to the nitty gritty of like Mm. exhibition, like labels, I think we had this problem a little bit, maybe. We were like labelling things in our exhibition, some of which wasn't artwork. Yeah. And we were like, do we give it a title? Do we call it untitled? Do we just list the materials? Like, there's so much detail that I don't know if there's a right and a wrong. I feel no. like to some people there is. Like, there are some oh, yeah, art people I'm that sure are very, there is. <laughs> like, you know, there's a, t- there's a comp- particular way of doing things. But yeah, so I haven't, I, I still, yeah, I, haven't, I don't really like any titles yeah. that I've used. Like, the things I've been doing recently are literally just called things. Because that relates to thing theory, but also like it is just a word that's nice, good to apply to things. Especially because, like I said, as well as making objects, mm. I was trying not to use the word things now. <laughs> as well as making sculptures, I'm also putting them alongside materials. Yeah. So things is a good umbrella term. Yes, I like that. But it's not like it's not clever. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? You're not clever. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so there's a whole there's a whole thing, and I just I've never found a good system. I just don't have the answer for me. <laughs> I think it's a valid point though. Like, if it's just for yourself, I don't think it matters. If it's exhibition, I think maybe it matters a little bit more. Yeah, and then I'm sure that like I'm one hundred percent confident that in the art world <laughs> there is like a correct way of doing things, and I'm sure there would be some very angry people. Yes, but also I just. I don't have the information and I kind of I don't, don't know, know where, where to get, get it the from. information. You'd um, think uni, you'd think doing fine art at uni would be where you get this information from. But but no, apparently not. Maybe at Masters. Absolutely not. That's what they tell you. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> if you're lucky. I'll find out one day. What was your other, did you have another artist? Yeah, I've got a final, final one. Alrighty, let's, um, let's be having you. Let me locate it. Alrighty. So you also know this. Okay. And it's not really... It's not really an artwork. <laughs> sorry. It's... I just, sorry. I just glanced at the laptop and it's like, turn it away from me. It was more, I was, I don't think I noticed that. I think I was yeah. turning it to myself. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a piece of poetry. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> it's a piece of poetry. It's a piece of poetry. Well, that's interesting. I find poems easier to name. I mean, I was going to say I don't think I've ever written a poem, but also I did do the poetry workshop, mm. so... I guess I could no longer say that. Yeah. Um, oh, I like this tangent we've tapped into. Yes. Okay. Continue, okay. sorry. Well, it was when we did the poetry wo- poetry workshop. That's <laughs> weirdly hard to say. Poetry workshop. Um, Very nice. With Alphrez. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> little hand wave. The little, the little <laughs> Is it a little... I can't... I don't know how to describe <laughs> that. It's like a bow. Like, a, like you're presenting it... Like presenting the name on a platter. A little... Alphrez. Oh. Anyway, sorry. Um... But yeah, when we did that, there was... Actually, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. The platter was for nothing. I've just written... No, no, no. The platter's still there. Because okay. it was... But I think it's from my one-to-one. Ah. So you don't know this. <laughs> um, but basically, I was saying that, um, you know, I write in a very blunt way. Like, I don't... I was saying I don't get, like, all the... What's that flowery mm. language that comes with writing and poetry? Mm-hmm. So Ella gave me loads of examples of pieces of poetry that weren't weren't like that and I loved every single one of them they were absolutely amazing but this one in particular is Nina Powell's okay and it's really hard to explain because it's almost like 
a visual poem in the sense Ooh. that like the way the poem is laid out on the page is part of the poetry slash artwork mm, okay. um, so I can okay. read it to you but it just doesn't have the same effect because I'm you're not able to like see the layout of the words basically okay, okay. okay. so it's basically a list of colours but done slightly <laughs> differently um, so it's lower wings of tiger moth red Ooh. lantern festival red mooncake wrapper gold feather iridescent green mm. electric billboard blue neon neon green high definition silver shanghai taxi blue reflected gasoline blue grass jelly black wet cormorant black night river black i can see exactly why you liked that yes no flowery language and also <laughs> it's that thing of we did in our book together oh. we we came up with a load of words and then put colors to them yes and also i bought you for your birthday like a nature's palette thing. yes and it's just very it's up all, the street it's all a good vibe yeah um, but it's basically laid out in like a bit of an odd pattern so it's not like in a neat list going down the page mm-hmm. it's sort of some of the words are next to each other okay but it's basically called oh, i will read you the title but it, it needs an explanation <laughs> So it's, like, you know the little square brackets? Like, not round, uh-huh. like that. Yeah. So it's open square brackets. Oh, gosh, this is a lot already. Capitals. Oh, no. IMG underscore 227 square brackets. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's when you take a photo. Oh, I, yeah. And it comes up as IMG and then the number oh, photo yeah. it is. And I just love it. That's so... That's a good title. Can I see yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's IMG uh, and then that's the poem. Oh, that's very cool. Oh, so yeah, the way it's like laid out is kind of describing an image. Yeah, basically. And I just like that there's so many kind of layers to to it. It's not just like I'm going to describe like this thing I'm seeing or like this feeling I'm having. It goes beyond that and it's like specific, really specific shades of colour to create a bigger picture but then that bigger picture is made up of those like individual mm, things or that's objects so nice. um, yeah and obviously it's titled as if it were a photo and i just really enjoy the fact that like yes it is a poem it's words but it's so visual like even the fact that the title is like named after a photo i just i really enjoy it and i think the title is just very clever because it's not it's quite unassuming in a way like when you take a photo the only reason I pay attention to like that kind of name on a photo file is to be like, oh yeah, like I like pictures IMG two two one and IMG two three four, and like I'll make a note of them and then I'll like move them over because I'm like, oh, those were the ones that I like. It's just a way of identifying pictures. Mm-hmm. So it's quite an unassuming kind of collection of letters and numbers that mm. I think often you look past. So I kind of enjoy that they, like that's what they've used as a title yeah i just love that on so many levels i feel like it's it it feels like it's come from a really satisfying exercise where they've just gone through all of their well not all but you know a series of pictures with those names yeah and it's just you know that's what i really love about the poetry workshop we did and just you know writing i was gonna say writing in general but i don't know that's true (laughs) as such but is that there's those there's some really good exercises that you can just sit down and very formulaically go through so like in the in the workshop we did there was a lot of repetitive writing which Mm. really helped me Mm. which where you just start a sentence with we started with i remember yes i remember this you know you finish the sentence obviously i remember i remember i remember and then we also then moved it on to a slightly more arty bit of i made it because or Mm. you know something like that and that feels like a similarly kind of formulaic in a good way system where you can just sit down and 
look at visual image and then condense it into words. Mm. And I love that it kind of, like, it bounces between being digital and being (laughs) analog. (laughs) For want of a better word. The return of analog. (laughs) I feel like analog is my alter ego. (laughs) There's Anna and there's analog. (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> analog is my art alter ego oh, i love this so much it's not gonna maybe we should change the podcast so it's not by izzy and anna it's izzy and analog, <laughs> izzy and analog. <laughs> um but it kind of bounces between the two because obviously it's very obviously digital in that i mean to be honest it exists on this screen at the moment digitally yes and then it's you know the reference to img and the way it's laid out it's very pixely yes but then it so directly then references straight back to life and it's not like you know, uh, shade, because you can have shade numbers. Yeah. And you can do colour in a very digital way, but instead it's kind of, like, wet cormorant black, like it's very back into nature. Yeah. So it's, ah, stunning example. Indeed. I like it a lot. And I think it does, like, if it was just the poem by itself, still incredible. Mm -hmm. Love it. But I think the addition of the title does just help tie it together a little bit. I think it just gives you a little bit of context, a way in. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, you know, if it was just the poem, I'd still enjoy it, but I think I would be a bit confused. Whereas because it's titled that, I kind of read the title and I'm like, oh, so I'm looking at a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. kind of read the poem and you look at the layout and you're like, oh, maybe this is actually like a picture, but like instead of using colours where the colours are, she's put the words. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of like really gets you thinking about it a bit more and like really trying to picture it. Yeah. And I, I like that they didn't just go for... Because they could have done a similar idea but less well executed and just called it, like, picture. Or, yeah. you know, something like, photo of a dragonfly or dragonfly. Mm. You know, it could have been something a bit more round roundabout. Because mm. it, it isn't an obvious choice to go for no. IMG227. No. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have thought of that. Mm. But, yeah, works really nicely. Yeah, I and think so. what I've realised is is that this episode is going to be really hard to title. <laughs> ah, yes. Maybe we Titling. should call it IMG Duty, so, or something like that. Like audio, like MP3. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Although I normally just call them, like, episode 50... No, God, it's not 50. Episode 45, final edit MP3, which doesn't work quite as well. But we can make an acronym, or... We can think we about can, this another we time. Can, we can do this. It's going to be a cracking title. That's all I've got to say. Maybe we should just call it... Ooh, ooh. Um, anywho's, I feel like we've we've done quite well for time. I think we have as well. Um, is there anything else? We always do this at the end. Any last words? Any last words? Uh, <laughs> such a weird... Just unlocked a different register. <laughs> Any last words? Oh, the thing actually froze a bit there. Oh, that's really cracked me up. <laughs> um, no, I don't believe I do have any last words. Nice. I feel like this is one of those ones, like I said, where I'm going to keep thinking of things. So maybe we'll do yeah. a follow up in like a. That a would few actually be quite point. nice because I think, like I've said many a time on this episode, I just don't think about titling. No. And I feel like since when we decided we were going to do an episode of titling, I really started to like, like I was thinking about it more. So I think now I'm going to continue thinking about it. And then, mm. yeah, in however however long, how many months or in a year or whatever, it'd be quite nice to do another episode and kind of see how our knowledge of titling has evolved or, like, what else we've come across that we yeah. really seem to like. I've annoyingly just thought of another really good title and we were so nicely wrapping up that I don't know that I want to 
I mean, I unwrap. think I think you've now stopped the unwrap. Oh, the I'm wrapping, so, so Well, we could always. Oh, I'm so torn. I, maybe I shouldn't have done this. You have to. Okay, you can't I'll, have done I'll do all a real, this. I'll do a quick, very okay. quick whistle stop tour. Basically, I'm in an upcoming exhibition that is about the coast mm-hmm. and like intertidal zones. And I was speaking to the curator in terms of what he was going to call the show. And he was like annoyed that the words intertidal zone describes the bit between like the bit that's uncovered and covered by the tide. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he's annoyed it wasn't a more poetic word because he could have used that as the title but instead he went for something wildly left field which is it's now called i need to get it exactly right i think it's called we are floating in in space so it's gone from like something about intertidal zone and coastal and it's called we are floating in space and i just love that as a title because it's very really random like you're kind of like what what like you wouldn't know what it's about from that but there's like definite it like really opens it up it's very expansive it really starts to talk about just like i don't know you just suddenly can get really existential it's the whole deep time thing like you can look at a rock deep time or we're on a planet or we're all floating in space like it just kind of really makes you do a u-turn and makes you really think about it and be like huh that's weird so i just thought of that as another good title but we don't have to discuss it sorry well it just popped into my brain (laughs) as a last thought i find it interesting that you like that because i kind of (laughs) i don't think i do i don't think i like titles that are like so yeah i'm like why Mm. i don't get this (laughs) to be fair it took me a minute and i don't yeah the thought process of getting to that must have been interesting but um yeah Yeah. it's an interesting one anyway it is to be fair Hmm. I'm interested to see like what else we come across. Yeah, in in, in our, our day-to-day lives. In our day-to-day lives. Yeah, because I have just been making a little note as I've been going around my life recently of like, oh, fun title. Yeah. Ooh. So, yes, everyone, let us know if you get any good titles. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to put something up on the Instagram. Yeah. To get some feedback from you, lovely lot. Nice. But yeah, thank you for joining us. As good. always. I don't know why I said good. You said thank you for joining us. I was like, good. (laughs) Yeah, you better have joined us. (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, Anna's going to threaten you, apparently. (laughs) I just love how always the wrapping up is you trying your best to wrap up and me accidentally (laughs) disrupting it multiple times. So I'm just going to pipe down and let you. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Yes. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. (laughs)